Let us pray. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Luke 1.13 Lord, when I am praying for things to come forth in my life, I will not look at my circumstances to determine whether or not it will come into fruition. I will not laugh in disbelief like Zechariah. You will not have to silence my lips because of unbelief. Instead, I will take the posture of Mary when the angel of the Lord appeared to her and proclaimed that she would give birth to Jesus the Messiah and accept your word as truth with no questions asked. Thank you in advance for setting people in my life like John the Baptist who will help pave the way for your calling in my life. As you deposit the seed of purpose in me, like Mary and Elizabeth, surround me with others whose purposes will leap within them as we join in fellowship and build each other up. I stand in anticipation because I know that whatever dream you're birthing inside me will echo in the halls of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com The birth of John the Baptist. 400 years had passed since the Lord last spoke to his people through prophets. For 400 years they filled the synagogues and temples with teachings and sacrifices, longing for the presence of God to be felt once more. Rome had taken over, and the people longed for a savior. In this story, we will see a new story set in motion, a story of a hero unlike any other we have seen before. And it all starts with a baby, inspired by the gospel. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. In our last episode, we heard how Nehemiah returned to Judah and undertook the rebuilding of the walls, ushering in a new era of peace and safety. And yet, that too was to be short-lived. Sin still held in people's hearts with an unrelenting grip. The Messiah, the Promised One, was ultimately the only solution to sin and evil in the world, to our brokenness and rebellion. So now, Let's turn the page from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and we'll fast forward 400 years into the future. Israel had turned from God, but in a different way, 
It was a period of religion, but also self-righteousness and legalism. The Pharisees and priests and other religious leaders held sway over the people, oppressing them with rules and ritual. Though there remained a form of religion, people's hearts were very far from God. It is into this context, into this culture and world, that God would come down as the Messiah, the Savior, the promised deliverer of his people. So, let's begin with the New Testament now and today's reading. Hundreds of years after the exiles returned to Israel, the Jews had rebuilt their culture. The age of education, religion, and government had emerged, but not without cost. The Roman Empire had conquered almost all the known world, and Caesar's grip on the nation of Israel was hard and cruel. The Jewish people remained faithful to the practices of the temple, and the priests and Pharisees grew more rigid in their religious dogma. The nation was pining for a messiah. Religious oppression from within and military oppression from without left God's people longing for a savior. This is where the story of God's rescue mission continues. This is where the true hero emerges. In the time of King Herod, there was a Jewish priest by the name of Zechariah. He and his wife Elizabeth were loved among the people. Their righteousness and love for God was well known. However, they lacked children, for Elizabeth was barren. As their years increased, so did their love for God and one another, although the pain of being childless never left. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple. It was his turn to enter into the sanctuary of God to burn incense. While he stepped into the Holy of Holies, a bright light emerged from the smoke. Zechariah fell in fear as he stared at the angels stepping out before him. His knees trembled as he gazed upon the magnificent creature. Do not be afraid, Zechariah, the angel said. God has heard your cries for a child. Elizabeth will give you a son, and he will be the messenger proclaiming the new age of the Lord. He will be filled with God's spirit and a mighty voice for liberation. Zechariah stumbled to his feet and opened his hands. How could this be, he asked. I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. This is impossible. As Zechariah was speaking, a rush of light shot forth toward Zechariah. He fell to the floor, covering his ears and eyes. I am Gabriel, the angel shouted. It is I who stand in the very presence of the Lord. He has sent me to give you good news, but you stand here as if God is unable to fulfill his promises. Zechariah cowered in fear at the angel's voice. Never had he heard something so gentle, yet so terrifying. It was almost too much to bear. Since you have not believed my words, you will be unable to speak until the birth of your son. This will teach you to truly meditate on just how blessed the Lord has made you. And at that instant, Gabriel vanished. Zechariah emerged silent and was unable to communicate what had just happened to him. Yet God's will was revealed shortly after, as Elizabeth became pregnant with a son. Six months had passed, and the cousin of Elizabeth was gathering water at the well in Nazareth. Mary was a young woman filled with hope for the future. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a local carpenter, descendant of David, and a well-respected man of God. Mary drew the water from the well, humming a sweet tune in the morning sun. She carried the water back to the goats, wiped her hands, and entered into her home. As she entered her home, she saw the angel Gabriel sitting near her window. Mary gasped and fell back towards the wall. Gabriel smiled. Greetings, O favored woman of God. 
he said warmly. Mary was speechless. The angel's presence disturbed her, and she darted her eyes towards the door to run. Do not be afraid, Gabriel exclaimed. You have found favor with God. Mary's heart was beating fast. She was only a girl and could not imagine what use God would have of her. Gabriel bent down closely to her. You will conceive a son. His name will be Jesus. He will be the promised son of David, the Messiah, the son of the living God, the king to bring peace upon all the nations. Mary's eyes began to water as the angel spoke. His kingdom will reign forever. At his name every knee shall bow, and every broken heart made whole. Mary wiped her eyes and looked up at the angel. How could this be? I am a virgin, and I am not yet married to Joseph. Gabriel gave a warm grin to the girl. The same Holy Spirit that hovered over the waters of the earth will come upon you. The power of the Most High God will be with you. The baby will be born holy and will be the Son of God himself. Gabriel stood to his feet and began to exit. He turned to Mary and said, Much has been set in motion, O favored one. Even your cousin Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. You may go and see her for yourself. The word of God will never fail. And with those words, the angel disappeared. Mary's heart felt as though it was about to beat right out of her chest. She whispered a prayer to the Lord, I am your servant. Then she sang to him and went to go visit her cousin Elizabeth. Mary traveled across the hills into the town of Elizabeth and Zechariah. Elizabeth was tending to the garden when she saw Mary arrive on a small carriage. The two met one another, and all of a sudden, Elizabeth felt a jolt in her womb. Then another, then another. Elizabeth laughed, and tears of joy streamed down her face. Mary, she said, you are with child. Mary stepped back, amazed that Elizabeth knew so early. How did you know, she asked. My child, it is an honor that the mother of the Lord himself should visit me. When you came close, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. He is kicking now, filled with the delight of God's Spirit. The two women praised God together, although Mary was still nervous about what Joseph and her family would think of her pregnancy. Would they believe her? Would they judge her? Would Joseph still love her? All these questions filled her mind, but the Lord was steadfast towards Mary. He gave her a quiet resolve. Three months had passed, and the night had covered the small village outside Nazareth. Painful cries could be heard from the home of Elizabeth and Zechariah. Mary watched as her brave cousin endured the pain of childbirth at an old age. She wailed throughout the night, persevering through the agony. Mary could not help but think of her own inevitable pain. The screaming ceased and was replaced with the quiet cries of the newborn infant. Elizabeth held her baby boy in her arms. Tears streamed down her face as she looked upon her miracle child. We should name him Zechariah. After his father, she whispered. Then, after nine months of silence, a deep voice could be heard from the corner of the room. No, Zechariah said. Elizabeth gasped, as did Mary and the others with them. Zechariah smiled and held up his boy. His name will be John, he said. Zechariah laughed and cried. You, my little son, will be a prophet of the Most High. You will prepare the way of the Lord. You will point people towards their salvation. You will show them the way. The morning light of heaven is breaking on us this day. 
So John grew strong and grew in the favor of God and attention of man, and Mary returned home to face her family. In today's scripture, Israel is being ruled by two different forces. First and foremost, they were under the rule of the Roman Empire, the New World Superpower. Though Israel has some degree of self-governance in their own land, they are not fully free, and they are oppressed by foreign rulers. But there is another force that is crushing the people in a different way. The rituals and temple practices were still being observed, but the religious leaders, the leaders of the religious order, were oppressing the people with countless rules and legalistic teaching. Though it appeared to be zeal for God, it was an attempt to earn righteousness by behavior, and it was, of course, futile. The people needed a perfect sacrifice, someone to rescue from sin, to bring them back to the Lord. They needed God himself, as they always had. And what we begin seeing now is God setting in motion his plan of redemption in Jesus Christ. But before the Messiah would come, one who announced his arrival would also come. A man who had been foretold by the prophets Isaiah and Malachi. A voice who would cry out for the people to prepare a way for the Lord. And so in our reading, we learn of a priest named Zechariah, whose wife was named Elizabeth. Like others before them, they had waited for years and years for a child. But in old age, they were still childless. But they were righteous and found grace, favor in the eyes of the Lord. So God sent an angel, Gabriel, to tell Zechariah and Elizabeth that they would have a child. And this child would proclaim a new era of freedom and faith. Zechariah laughed at the news, not believing they could bear children at their age. So he was made mute until the child came. And just as promised, Elizabeth became pregnant. We then heard how six months after Elizabeth conceived, her younger cousin Mary was visited by the same angel. Mary was engaged to be wed to a carpenter named Joseph. She was a virgin, a righteous young woman. So the news the angel brought her was both incredible, miraculous, and terrifying. Gabriel was quick to tell her that he brought good news from God, that she had found favor with the Lord and had been chosen for this responsibility that would change history forever. Though she had no union with a man physically, Mary was going to conceive a child. His name would be Jesus, the son of David, God's promised Messiah. As you can only imagine, Mary could not comprehend how this is possible. Gabriel explained that the Holy Spirit would come upon her and that God would be with her. God's Spirit, the one who had been there from the very beginning, hovering over the waters at creation, the one who had been with Israel in the pillar of fire and smoke. He would be with Mary. She would conceive a child. Gabriel then spoke of the miracle of the virgin conception. In Luke 1.37, we read, Nothing is impossible with God. I love the way the New Living Translation puts it, For the Word of God will never fail. God keeps His promises. So Mary submitted herself faithfully to the Lord and His will, saying that she was His servant. When Mary went to visit her cousin Elizabeth, the baby Elizabeth was carrying leapt in her womb because the baby knew, alive in the womb of Elizabeth, knew that he was in the presence of the Lord. Both of these pregnancies were not just unlikely, they were miraculous. 
But as the angel said, with God, there is no impossible. This is the glorious impossible. When Elizabeth finally gave birth, everyone wanted to name the child after his father. But Elizabeth protested and said it should be John to everyone's confusion. Zechariah was still speechless, but he knew that she was right. So he called for her something to write on and scribbled down, his name will be John. And immediately he was able to speak and began praising God. John grew into a strong and righteous man with a powerful voice, the very voice that God had promised to proclaim the kingdom of God and the announcement of his glorious Messiah. Dear God of the impossible, we know that there is no miracle that you cannot perform, and we thank you for the miracle of Jesus, the miracle of the story of Jesus, and we praise you that your word never fails, that we can always trust you to fulfill what you have promised, and we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham, pastor in Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone else. And if you want more resources, I would love for you to contact us at jackgraham.org. We have messages, sermons, resources, and I want to invite you to a very special event with me in the summer of 2024. And that is our Alaskan Adventure Cruise. It's a Bible study cruise, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Just go to jackgram.org or powerpoint.org for information. God bless you, and have a great day. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.